0: This is sunday morning worship service here at the pine level pentecost News church april the 5th palm sunday 2020 here at the pine level pentecost News church we are live streaming our service we will begin in just a few minutes here so stay with us
1: Good morning, everyone. It's glad to have you with us today here at the Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church. We appreciate you for tuning in and uh, uh, worshiping with us today. We just pray that God's going to bless you abundantly uh, to all you folks around the world. We had some out of Africa last week in uh, different countries. So we appreciate everybody for tuning in, and we just pray again that the Lord is going to bless you abundantly where you are. Even though the times are hard right now and it's it's very dangerous to be uh, uh, making connection with one another as far as personal, uh, we still have God. God's still on the scene. God's still got his hand on this thing and God's going to protect us and look after us. But we want to be much in prayer for these folks that have this this coronavirus and uh, many folks have, have passed away because of it. And we want to lift those families up in prayer and ask God to intervene and protect them and protect all of us today. So this morning you'll notice that uh, we're here at church. We have the praise team with us, and I appreciate them for uh, being with us in the band. Uh, And we're doing what we the best we can do as far as separation, trying to do what we're supposed to do, because we want to be as safe as possible too. But we also want to be able to bring you the Word of God. So we pray blessings upon you today. And uh, let me start out this morning by reading a thank you note. I've had this. uh, It was just given to me. uh, But it says, Thank you so much for all your prayers. Your visits and snacks uh, during daddy's hospital stay at Rex. Your kindness and love for our family means so much to us. We love you all, the Mitchell family. Uh, This has been here, I think, for a week or two, two, however long. But anyway, we appreciate the Mitchell family. And I understand Brother Paul I was talking to, uh, Brother Jason this morning, and Brother Paul is doing uh, a lot better. He's got more mobility, and we appreciate that. God has brought him a long ways. But this morning, we want to remember everyone in prayer. Uh, we want to remember Sister Pauline, uh, Morris in prayer, and all these folks. This is uh, that's, that's our need today. That God would touch and bless them. So we're going to start out this morning with prayer. And ask God to intervene. Ask God to bless. And ask God to bless this service. And, uh, you know, I was talking to someone uh, uh, the other day, uh, a few days ago. Uh, I was talking to a pastor. and He said, you know, even though the church is empty, you can rest assured of one thing. And then he brought it to my attention. He said, the church is full of angels. You know, and it just blessed my heart to realize that. And I just feel the presence of the God, the presence of the Lord so much in this place this morning. Uh, and and I, was, I was visualizing on the way to church this morning, angels just sitting around. Uh, and I just believe they are because the Lord declares in the word that he, the angels are encamped around about us. So we do have the protection of the Lord this morning. So we want to go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to bless you where you are. If there's any needs, if you just let us know by, by phone call, internet, uh, Facebook, how you do it, uh, we will be glad to pray for you and do anything we can to help you out. So let us go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, Father, in such a time as this, we come to you. Because, Lord, this morning we know, Father, that you're Almighty God, and, Father, you're on the throne, and nothing catches you by surprise. And Father, we were noticing this morning, Lord, how that this coronavirus has, has spread throughout the United States of America, Lord. And how that, God, that Father, many people affected by this. Many families are affected by this. And, Father, they're, they're, they're talking about that there's not going to be a family anywhere that won't be affected by this coronavirus. But, Master, even though that's all going on today, we know that you're still God. Father, and according to your word. Father, Lord, you're going to bless your people. Father, thank you this morning for allowing us to be in your presence, Lord. Father, thank you, Lord, for your presence here in this church, Lord. And, Father, your presence are all over the world this morning, God, to those that are tuning in by the way of Internet, God. And, Father, I just pray, Lord, blesses upon them right now, God. Father, those that need a healing in their body, I pray healing upon them right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Uh, Father, those that need deliverance this morning, God, I pray deliverance for them today, God. Uh, Father, that you'll just work miracles in their lives. Father, there's some right now that's watching that don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And, Father, I pray that this will be the day this will be their day they surrender all to the Lord God and just give themselves to the Lord Father just repent of all their sin Lord uh, and God receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior because Lord uh, we know Lord without Jesus there is no life God but Father when we have Jesus uh, even though everything around us is coming all to pieces and crumbling down uh, we can have the joy of the Lord we can be happy we can be encouraged uh, because we know God you're still on the throne you're still God uh, and Father you're looking after us Lord and Father the church ain't going down the church is going up Father and we thank you for all you've done and all you're going to do and Father we ask blessings of this service this morning God as you help us to do the very best we can because Lord we're here to uplift the precious name of Jesus Lord not to only be a blessing here at our local home but God to be a blessing all over the world so Father I pray Lord this morning God that what is said and done the songs that are sung Father's going to touch your heart, Lord. The is going to come on lives, uh, Father. And they're going to turn themselves over to Jesus, Lord. And, Father, serve you uh, for the rest of their life. Because this is letting us know we're in the end times, God. And Jesus is soon coming, Father, to take the bride out of here. So, Father, heavy divine weight today. Bless this service. Anoint, Lord, the singing. Anoint the band, God. Uh, Father, everything that's going on, Lord. Father, anoint, Lord, the, the, the internet signals, Lord, that goes out, Lord, that touch and penetrate people's hearts today, God. Uh. Father, thank you for joy this morning, Lord. And- and all that he does, Lord, to help us, Lord, Father, to produce what we do, Lord, to get it, get the gospel out, Lord. Uh, and God, we should give you praise and glory this morning for everything you've done, Lord. And, and Father, we appreciate you again for allowing us in your presence. So, so, Father, thank you today, and God, we just give you glory in Christ's name. Amen. Okay. Pastor, yes, sir. We,
0: we have one uh, special need that's just come in online. Gloria Holmes' father-in-law will be having surgery tomorrow uh, his, because he has lung cancer. It's, this is Bobby, her husband's dad. So this is Gloria Holmes, father-in-law, has lung cancer and having um, surgery tomorrow.:
1: Father in Jesus name, this special request. Bobby Holmes' daddy, Lord, is going through surgery tomorrow. And Lord, I pray God you take these doctors and use them as instruments in your hands, Lord, to do what needs to be done. And God, we know, Lord, that you can heal instantly right now. Just speak the word. I know he can be healed, but Father, you give us doctors for, for, for a reason. God, we thank you for them and the knowledge they have and the studies they've done, Lord, to be able to do what they do, Lord, to help these bodies, Lord, uh, Father, to be mended, Lord. But, God, we know that they do the surgery, but you do the healing. So, Father, we ask blessings upon them, Lord. We ask strength upon them, Lord. And God, you will bless this family today, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Joy. morning you know I'd love to just told Sister Lori while I I said I just wanted to hug everybody and she said well stay away from me (laughs) and I understand that but this song this morning right where you are in your home in your car wherever you may be if you're in a hospital room now I can tell you for sure the presence of the Lord Seem like it has just settled down over this place this morning, and you can just feel that brush of angel wings just. So right where you're sitting at this morning, or driving, or whatever you're doing, we're going to sing this song again. And I want you to just vision yourself where you are whether you're by yourself or with a family. Just vision yourself in the very presence of God because you can sense, you can feel. I don't mean to say sense, you don't ever sense God, you feel God. You can feel the presence of the Lord right where you are and you can just feel his love just surround you and It's almost like I can envision Jesus right now just walking up to us and just putting his arms around us and just hugging us. So right where you are this morning, I want to do that to represent the Lord. I want to just reach out to you as best I can and just hug you. Just hug you with the Lord. So just notice this morning that God is with you right where you are. You ain't tuning in here by accident. God's got you here for a reason. And we appreciate you being with us. Just vision yourself where you are. And just let the presence of the Lord just settle down around you this morning. As you worship him as we sing this song one more time. So worship the Lord right where you are this morning. Let's worship the Lord together today. Go ahead. Just bless the Lord. He wants to bless you today in Jesus' name. At this time, we're going to take time to receive our offerings here. I know we don't have many people here, and some have already laid it in the plate. But we want to receive our offering today for what we have, and that's going to give you that are watching this morning the opportunity that you can give also. Brother Joy can put the address of the church up on the, on the, on the screen that you can see or on the Internet so you can see where you can send your tithes and offers if you so desire. Uh, And I'm sure God's going to bless you for whatever you do. And we thank you for all those that support our church. We've got tithes and offerings that are coming in, and that's great, and that's wonderful. We want to say we thank you for what you're doing. Because even though we can't have church physically, we can have church spiritually uh, as far as gathering together, together. So uh, we ask that you would just bless the Lord and give as you so desire and send it to us, bring it to us, whatever you want to do. And I guarantee you God's going to bless everything he does. Father. I pray, God, you bless your offerings today, Lord. Father, those that are here, and Father, we b- pray you bless those, Lord, that's going to send it in by mail, God. And Father, Lord, those that are going to bring it by, those that's going to pay online, they can go to the website and just pay and give it online, Lord, They so desire to do that. Well, God, I just pray blessings upon each and every one, Lord, for the Bible declares, Lord, that you give it back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom. So, Father, thank you today. And we bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We worship you now in our giving. And I pray, Lord, folks that are watching is going to also worship you in their giving Lord, we give you praise in Christ's name. Amen, amen.) Possibly can now open the eyes of our heart and I pray that God's gonna open up every heart that's watching this morning that you're gonna be blessed in Jesus name Now I know today is Palm Sunday, and I have tried my best to get into the the, the theme of Palm Sunday. And I know Jesus; uh, it was a glorious day for the Lord. I know that He uh, uh, rode into Jerusalem on the on the the back of a donkey, and how that it was a glorious day, and how that people came and worshiped and laid palm limbs down and aprons down, laid everything down. In other words, they just rolled out the red carpet for Him when He came into Jerusalem because of who He was and. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords and all these things. But they just worshipped him and praised him that day as he he came into Jerusalem. Uh, And and, and, and I want to picture the the disciples uh, in this particular time. That that what they were seeing, they said, yeah, this is what it's all about. This is where we need to be. Because he's going to be the king. Uh, He's going to be on the throne. He's going to be the the top authority here. Uh, In other words, he's going to be the king of, of 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 Jerusalem and all these nations here he is going to represent the king and we're going to be able to be with him but that's not what happened we know that when he came into Jerusalem they worshipped and praised and glorified him and lifted him up high but it won't but just a few days later that those same ones that were worshipping him what they did was they began to turn their back on him because they were shouting crucify him crucify him we want Barabbas and all these things so the ones that was worshipping him also turned and said crucify him and the reason was because they knew Jesus uh, for who he was, so to speak, as the man. Uh, they knew what he'd done, but they were not committed to him. Uh, they didn't commit themselves to the Lord, because had they committed themselves uh, to the Lord on that glorious day, uh, they would have still done the same thing a few days later, uh, but they didn't do that. They said, crucify him, crucify him. Uh, so what God's looking for today, he's looking for total commitment. Uh, he's looking for people that will turn themselves over to him uh, and serve him and give their all to him uh, because, folks, I'm going to tell you, the only protection we have today uh, is in the hands of almighty God he is the one that will protect us and I preached it for weeks now last couple of weeks I preached on the blood of Jesus and where the blood's applied the Bible says he will will just pass over you so I'm thankful this morning that the blood is applied I'm thankful for everything that God has done but I'm also thankful what God is about to do you see because I believe with all my heart that where I'm standing this morning it's a privilege to be able to stand here this morning where I am and God's picked me Uh, for this time for this for such a time as this uh, he's picked me uh, to do what I'm doing now to put the gospel out to all the world Uh, and I'm so thankful for that this morning I'm so humble about that this morning Uh, but I want you to understand something Uh, I believe the church uh, is going to come back bigger uh, and better uh, than it's ever been uh, because we realize that this is the last phase we do realize uh, that what's going on right now uh, God didn't do this thing uh, but I believe God can use this thing uh, to open up the Eyes of people, let them see uh, that God is God and God's going to deliver and set us free uh, in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. So this morning I I, I I want to go to Ezekiel chapter thirty-seven verses one through ten and I've mentioned these scriptures quite a bit sometimes but this morning we're going to talk about being armed and dangerous that's what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about being armed and dangerous But the Bible says in Ezekiel thirty-seven one through ten the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out into the, in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me and caused me to pass by them. Roundabout, and behold there were many, very many in the open valley, and lo they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of Man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, he unto me prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Folks, this morning I want you to hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, God unto these bones, behold. I will cause breath to enter into you uh, and ye shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you uh, and cover you with skin and put breath uh, in you and ye shall live uh, and ye shall know uh, that I am the Lord. Folks uh, I want you to realize something this morning I know this morning uh, I have realized I've seen it uh, and I know without a doubt uh, that God uh, he is the Lord uh, and I realized this morning who he is uh, and he's our deliverer today in Jesus name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, uh, there was a noise, Uh, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to bone, a bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered uh, them above, Uh, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, uh, Prophesy unto the wind, Uh, prophesy, son of man, and say unto the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, uh, O breath, and breathe uh, upon these slain, uh, that they They may live. My prayer for all you today this morning is that the breath of God, he's going to breathe on you and give you what you need to deliver you and set you free because he is the one that can save you, he can heal you, he can deliver you, he can set you free. So God breathed on these folks this morning that's tuning in with us today. So I prophesied as as he commanded me and the breath came unto them and they lived and stood upon their feet in exceedingly great arms. So I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came upon into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Can somebody just say God bless the reading of the word. That's what God is wanting today. He's wanting a great army today to serve him. In most cases when we hear preaching from Ezekiel 37 it's used to speak to us of the power of God reviving, resurrected and restoring. It shows us how our God can move into the graveyard of our lives uh, and resurrect dreams and visions and how he can step into the middle of your chaos uh, and confusion uh, and he can bring order and peace. Uh, We see God take nothing uh, through the process of hearing uh, the word of God and the operation of the Holy Spirit turn nothing into something great uh, and powerful. And we labor with great diligence uh, and attention to show how a valley full of dry, desolate, broken, uh, separated bones uh, are transformed uh, into a final product of a mighty army standing uh, on their feet ready for service. Uh, then we close the Bible and shout about the miracle in the valley of dry bones uh, and then we go home. But folks this morning, uh, we not only shout about what God's done, the miracle there uh, but we're not going home. Uh, we're going to keep on and let the word of God go forth uh, because it said when it goes forth uh, it will not go be void. It's going to do what God intends for it to do. So this morning uh, we just pray God's going to bless you abundantly. You see, we need God's protection this day and hour. Our president told us yesterday on the news, last night, and he's been telling us all week that this past week was going to be a bad week, and it's been a bad week. But he tells us, he told us last night the next week uh, that we have fixed the face. Uh, it could, it's going to be a whole lot worse uh, than the last week as far as this coronavirus uh, and the deaths that's going to increase and all these things. Uh, and he's very humble, sorry for those folks uh, that have lost loved ones here. Uh, but I believe he's doing the best he can uh, to try to get everything straightened out situated, uh, that we can get back on, on, on doing what we need to do. Uh, you see, a lot of folks don't like the man. Uh, but I'm glad he's in the office. I'm glad he's the one making decisions today. Uh, I'm glad That is on him and not me but i want to tell you something i pray for him because i believe that god's got him there to help us get through where we are and i believe god's gonna bless that now i know i should get into that say that because a lot of people don't like that but i got news for you this morning friend it could be a whole lot worse than what it is and we better thank god we got what we got who we got and where we got everybody that's in place today in jesus name so i want to start this message where we usually quit I don't want to preach about the dry bones, and I'm not here to prophesy the dry bones today, but I'm here to prophesy to the army of God. I want to prophesy to that group of men and women uh, and young men and young women from every nation, every station and every condition uh, and every circumstance of life uh, that God has called and anointed uh, and appointed for such a time as this. We need to pray for those, those first responders. That God will bless them. A lot of them is getting the coronavirus. A lot of them is dying. I'm the first responders. When everybody else is running away, they're running too. We need to lift them up in prayer and ask God to bless them and strengthen them and surround them. I'm not speaking today to the depressed and the distressed. I'm not speaking to the fretful and the fearful. And I'm not speaking to the wounded and the wearied. I don't mean to sound cynical or uncaring, but I do care. But God has focused my spirit on another class of people today my assignment today is not to to dry bones but to the army of the Lord you see we are armed and dangerous and we need to let the world know that God is God and he's using the church to do what needs to be done in these latter days there's not many in contrast to the valley of dry bones but in every city in every church there are a select few they have answered the call of the spirit to come to the higher place uh, and live on a higher plane. That's where God wants the church. Uh, he wants the church on a higher plane. You see, folks, uh, we can't let down the standard. we got to raise the standard for the glory of God. I'm talking about the army of the Lord. Uh, they are a rare breed of, they are a rare breed of people who have learned to be soldiers. Uh, we've got a lot of saints in the church, uh, but we don't have a lot of soldiers. Uh, we have a lot of saints holding their fort, uh, but we don't have many soldiers possessing the, the land. Uh, God said it's time huh, for the army of the Lord to come to attention, uh, and, and the adversary to great uh, to great conditions, uh, adversity, great conditions, uh, and a hard. But we were a breed, but uh, we are a breed for the battle. Huh? We are armed uh, and dangerous for the glory of God. You see, God's got something, and a lot of people have received what the Lord's got, and that's the spirit and the power of God. Operating in, in their lives today. Yes, there will always be dry bones. They need a prophet who will see. The plan of God and prophesy and bring restoration and transformation. But God told me today not to prophesy to the dry bones, but to speak to his army. So listen to me. You folks that are of the army of the Lord, I'm here to speak to you, the army of God. God said to tell you that it, that is that this is your hour of power. You see, everybody thinks that it's going down. The world's in a mess. It's this virus has just got us in a fix. We don't know what to do. It's something new. They're trying everything they can to slow it down to stop it but it's going to take a while but realize this God's still on the throne there's nothing caught him by surprise and this is your hour of power church this is our hour to do what God would have us to do today God said he raised you up out of the valley of dry bones. He said he's brought brought divine order into your life. He said he has, he has strengthened you and nourished your, you by his word. And the wind of his spirit has filled your lives and stood you up on your feet. And now it's time for you to fulfill your purpose. Folks, we need to be doing what God has called us to do. We need to be doing what God has anointed us to do. You are God's hands and feet in the earth. You are the agents of change and deliverers to the earth today. Church, we need to stand up on a hill and a light shining bright that everybody can see what God is doing. It was said of the early church they have turned the world upside down. It's time for Pine Level to turn the world upside down. Come on, you folks that are watching me, you Pine Level folks, it's time for you to turn your world upside down right where you are. Right now, people need you more than they've ever needed you before. Right now, people need the church more than they've ever needed the church before. 911 was 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 a great disaster. It, it 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 brought America together, and the church houses filled up. For a while, and then it just eased off because people got back to their old ways. It's okay now. We can, we can do what we need to do. I don't care what you do, my friend. When you accept Jesus Christ, you need to serve him and give him your whole life. Don't do it just in the times, times of, of danger. Don't do it in just the times of need. Serve God in the times of joy. After 42 years of ministry, I've, I've watched people. I've seen people. There's been people that we have prayed for that need healing in their bodies. Some serious stuff going on over the years. And you pray for them and they get healed. They come to church and they, they, they just get all involved and they do all these things and they, they're just there. And they, they, they come and they want to be prayed for and they want healing in their body. And we lay hands on them and pray for them. The church has done what word what, of what, what God says. It's a call for the elders of the church. We, we bring them and we lay hands on them. We pray for them they get healed. And after they get healed, they go and you don't see them no more. Until there's another tragedy in their life, then they'll come back. You see, it's like they put God up on a shelf, and when I need God, I'll take him off the shelf and use him. No, God don't operate that way. Amen? But I've seen that time and time and time, how that when they, when God delivers and sets them free, then you don't see them no more. They, they're gone. So it was said they have turned the world upside. It was God's mighty power flowing through yielded vessels that threw down Satan's strongholds and rose up, the established, and, rose up and established the, the kingdom of God. Listen to this. It was God's mighty power flowing. Vessels, uh, church. Listen to me. We got to be yielded vessels for the glory of God, because that's what's going to throw Satan's strongholds and and, and 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 going to rise up in this day that we're living in now, and and establish the kingdom of God. So you see, the kingdom of God's already established. We don't have to build on. He's a foundation's already laid. We don't have to build on another foundation. But I can tell you this this morning, the kingdom of God is there, but it's not as strong as it needs to be because the church is backed off. The church ain't doing what she's supposed to be doing. But I believe God is opening up the eyes of the. Church today uh, to let folks see that there is a need. Uh, I don't know about you this morning, but I miss uh, church. I miss people. I miss that, that congregation. Uh, I miss the love of the people. And, uh, and like I said, I just want to hug all of you. We love you all, but I can't hardly wait till we can all get back together. But let me tell you this. Please don't do what you've always done because God's opened up your eyes because there could come a time that you could never go to church again. There could come a time that you'd be stopped from doing anything. You see what's going on now is governed by the government. We do what they tell us to do uh, and that's what we have to do uh, and there might come a time in the latter days uh, that they're going to say we're going to control everything the church, uh, what's preached, everything is done so folks, uh, don't take this for granted uh, when God releases us uh, and lets us come back uh, to the house of God, uh, we should never miss anything, uh, in other words we ought to want more and more of God and uh, serve him more and more and come together and be with God more than we ever have in our lives we have some Sunday morning Christians Sunday morning they going to get it Sunday morning, Wednesday, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. I ain't going to get it. That's not going to get it because that's all you're getting. You're not getting a whole lot. But when you get into this every day, and I'm guilty myself. i got to get into it more. But when you get into this every day and you're, and you're searching out God and God's blessing you every day, let me tell you something. If you really get in the word, if you really get in the word, like God wants you to get in his word, you can't hardly wait till the church opens up. You hear me? If you get into God's word, like, like God wants you in his word, you can't hardly wait to get into get into church. Why? Because when you get into the word, the love of God just flows. And there's something about corporate being together. Where the Bible says, Paul told us not forgetting to assemble ourselves together. When you get in the word and you get that closeness of God, you can't hardly wait to get back to the house of God to praise and worship. Him. Why? Because Jesus Christ, He won, established the church, He bought the church with His own and if you love him, you're going to do everything you can to lift this church up to the glory of God. So don't come back being Sunday morning Christians. Let's be who we're supposed to be for the glory of God. You that are watching my, by the way of internet, you go to church, don't just be a Sunday morning Christian. Well, preacher, preaching my church. Don't have to, we don't have church on Sunday night. Then find somewhere to go. Pine Level has church Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. We have church on Thursday morning. We have prayer meeting on Tuesday morning. We got something going on almost every day here at Pine Level. So there's no excuse without getting involved and doing something for the glory of God. If you're watching me and you don't have church on Sunday night, hey, by all means, you're welcome to come with us. Yeah, but you people are holiness. us. We don't, we don't get in Let me tell you this. Uh, the, there ain't going to be no separation in glory, so you might as well get your act together and come on and get together down here on this earth huh, because the nomination is going to just go down. The walls of denomination nomination is coming apart huh, because Jesus said he prayed his people he wanted, he, he and the Father want. so we're all going to come together here. We're going to put together here before we get together up there. I can tell you that right now. So let's go ahead and let God be God in our lives. Don't, don't worry about the denomination. You don't worry about who you are. I'm Baptist, I'm this, I'm that, No, I'm a child of Almighty God. And wherever God wants me to do, and wherever He wants me to go, that's where I'm going to be doing the name of Jesus Christ. It's not about a denomination. It's about, it's about your relationship with Jesus Christ. And my relationship with Jesus Christ is right. I can get along with the Baptists. I can get along with the Presbyterian. I can get along with the Methodists. I can get along with the Simples of God. I can, get along, I can get along with everybody. Because if, if our relationship with Jesus Christ is right, then we're all serving the same God. We all have the same love one for another. Amen. You see, the baton has been passed. The mantle has fallen upon this generation. The mantle has fallen upon us. Smith Wigglesworth is not here anymore. Charles Finley and John Wesley and Myra Woodworth, Etta, and many other great men and women of God are not here anymore. It's our turn now to pick up the banner and run as hard as we can with it to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. We are those who have been anointed to break through and set the captives free. We are anointed to bring deliverance to the bound and to the oppressed. God said in Jeremiah 51, 20 and 21, thou art my battle axe and weapons of war, for with thee will I break in pieces the nations and with thee will I destroy kingdoms and with thee will I break into pieces the horse and his rider and with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider Isaiah forty one fifteen. behold I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth thou shalt thresh the mountains and break them small and shalt make the hills a chaff having teeth is what Isaiah said that means this morning we're not all talk it's not all it's not all hot air that means we have the power to back up what we're doing uh, because we have God uh, that's leading and guiding and directing us today in Jesus' name. First, first Corinthians 4 and 20. For the kingdom of God is not in word, word but in power. But ye shall receive power, Acts 1 and 8, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I don't know about you this morning, but I'm thankful for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is what gives us power for what we need to do. Brother David, you give me some water. Hallelujah. Wherever the kingdom of God is, there will be a manifestation of the power of God. Listen to me. Wherever the kingdom of God is, there will be a manifestation of the power of God. Thank you, sir. Romans 14, 17. The Bible says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Some folks say, how in the world can you smile in times like this? Because I have the joy of the Holy Ghost in my life. I have the joy of the Lord. I have the power of God in my life. So when everything's falling down around me, you know, I, I am blessed by God, and God's going to bless us abundantly in Jesus' name. Somebody sent me a, a, a text this week. I, I wish I'd I pulled it up on my phone. Andrew Jackson or somebody made the statement that you ought to be as safe, in the battlefield as you do at home in your bed because God has got your days numbered and he's got his hand on you. Then there was a soldier responding back to him it's not a word for word a soldier responding back to him and said sir I'm as comfortable on the battlefield as I am at home in my bed because God has got my days numbered. In other words, God's got his hand on me, and I'm staying here until God says, Son, it's time to go home in Jesus' name. So folks, don't sit around and worry. You got Jesus in your heart? You got nothing to worry about. So if, if he said that, that, is, that, is, that, it, that it's not meat or drink, but it's righteousness and peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost, then listen to what Jesus said. Neither shall they, in Luke 17, neither shall they say, Lo, here or lo, there, for behold, listen to me, for behold, The kingdom of God is within you. Where's the kingdom of God? Here. Here, in you. And when the kingdom of God comes together, it makes an awful big difference. Let me tell you this. We are the army of God. We have been delivered from the hand of the enemy. We have been washed in the blood of the Lamb and filled with the Holy Ghost and power. And we are armed and dangerous today. When you go into battle, when I was in the military and they set us up for battle, you had everything you needed. You had your belt on, everything on your belt. You had your weapon. You 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 had your bandit. You had everything you needed. You had your helmet. You had all this stuff. So we, we have everything we have in the service of the battle. So he sends us into warfare without, see, see, but let me tell you this, we are armed and nations but God did not call us into his service and send us into warfare without weapons. He's given us weapons. We got everything we need from God to go into the battlefield and do what God's tells us to do. Are you saying, Pastor, I need to get out now and they tell us to stay in the house? Are you telling me now I need to get out and just do this? No, no, I'm telling you to abide by the laws of the land, but you, you got a telephone, amen, and I can tell you this don't be afraid that 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 a virus ain't going through the telephone because if you got a cell phone ain't even aligned to it it's just a signal it's not coming through that signal i heard somebody say the other day they were talking about one one of the guys that's running for president and and they were talking about how that 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 he won't come in on because he was afraid that when he was on the screen looking at people that that virus will come through the screen and get on him so they got him packed out and packed away but let me tell you something my friend you watch all the screen you want it ain't coming through i don't think but i can tell you this this morning you're not without weapons First of all, God has given His us, us His armor, Ephesians chapter six, verse thirteen through eighteen. Uh, Wherefore, take up to you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Wherefore, take unto you the whole that whole nine yards, not part of it, uh, but everything God has for us. Uh, we need to take it. Uh, and then the Bible says, uh, it, the Bible says, and then He goes on. If verse 14, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. In other words, always be truthful. Don't never tell a lie. You see, if you tell one lie, you're going to have to tell another lie to cover up that lie, and you're going to have to tell another lie to cover up that lie, and a while you forgot about what your first lie is, and you're going to get caught. So, so, so put on the laws of prayer about with truth, in other words, with the word of God. Be who you are in God. Be what God wants you to be, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Everything he throws at you, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, uh, praying always with all prayer and supplication uh, in spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance uh, and supplication for all saints. Uh, Then the Bible says, tells us in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, uh, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, uh, casting down imaginations, uh, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God bring to captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. God Almighty, that's good right there. I can tell you today, in this battle and in this warfare, we have an advantage. We've been given weapons that the devil has no defense against whatsoever. And our president today is talking to what we're in. We're literally in a war. We're fighting this uh, this invisible invisible, uh, demon, so to speak, uh, and we're in a war. But I got news for you. God's in charge of his army, and if we'll march for the glory of God, God will see this thing all the way through for his glory. Let me tell you this. We have the power in the name of Jesus. We have that. God's given us that name. Jesus gave us his name. The name is above every name, the name that holds power in three worlds. Wherefore, Philippians 2 and 9, Wherefore also have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, and things of heaven and things of the earth and things under the earth. Let me tell you something, three worlds. That in the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, the things of things in heaven and things in the earth, and even things under the earth. And that every tongue, every tongue, should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Then Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other. You folks that are watching me this morning that need Jesus in your life, the only way to get to the Father is through him because he is the door. No other way. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. So it's all in the name of Jesus. Then Mark chapter 16, verse 16. And he that believeth is baptized and shall be be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? Shall they speak with new tongues? And verse 18, they shall take up service. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I'm talking about the army of the Lord this morning. And we have the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. We have that. He's given us that. Through the cross of Calvary, he's given us the blood. There's protection through the blood today. There's healing through the blood. There's deliverance through the blood. There's cleansing for your conscience through the blood this morning. There's access to the presence of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. There is overcoming power through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood and by the the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. You know what, Surrendered it all to God. What if I die? People say, well, I don't want to die. Nobody wants to die. Everybody wants to go to heaven, heaven, but nobody wants to die. But suppose something hits this body, and it dies. It's going to die. It's going back to dust from which it came. But as i told you before, I'm going to live on and on and on forever and ever and ever and throughout eternity. And that's a long, long time. There is no end to eternity. So the body's going to die, but I'm going to live on and on and on. So they do what they want to to this body. What the Bible tells? What's the Bible tells? I'm trying to think very right quick. It says something to the fact that I shouldn't be afraid of the fact through the one that can destroy this body. But I need to love the one who gives the spirit. Now I, I, I forgot the scripture. I shouldn't even say it. But anyway, I want to tell you this this morning. God's got his hand on us. And it's through the blood of Jesus Christ. No wonder the songwriter writer pen, penned pen, pen the words, there's power in the blood of the lamb. How many believe, they still believe there's power in the blood of the lamb? You see, the old timers I mentioned before might, have, might not have had a lot uh, of the revelation that we have today. But they did know, they they knew well. And one of the things they knew well was there is power in the blood. They would plead the blood of Jesus Christ. My friend, and that's what I heard somebody say not long ago. They said, we got to get down to serious prayer and pray to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over all this stuff that's going on in the world. We got to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over our leaders. We got to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over our governors and our senators and our congressmen and our president. We got to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. We got to pray and plead the blood for deliverance in Jesus. Jesus name, you see, because they knew the blood of Jesus could and would deliver them and set them free. And we have the power of the Word of God. How I many know the Word of God's real today? Huh? You take the words in the pages of this book and you put them into the depths of your heart. Let me tell you something, they can take my book away from me, but they can't take my Word away from me. If I got the Word where it's supposed to be. If i got the Word in the depths of my heart, they can't take the Word. In other words, they can take the book, but they can't take my Jesus. You see, because the Word is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word. Because the Bible said the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Huh? And He went all the way to the cross of Calvary. You see, they can take the book, but they can't take the Word. <laughs> That's good right down I don't care what nobody says. You see... The same word that God used to create the universe. The same word that Jesus used to cast out devils and heal the sick, to open blind eyes and unstop deaf ears. We have that same word. We have it. That word is eternal. Psalms 119.89. Forever. Somebody say forever. Oh, Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. You see, God's word is already settled. I can't change it. I don't care what you believe, what you think about the word of God. You can have your thoughts. You can have whatever you want, your interpretations. But the word of God's already settled in glory. So God's already got it set where he wants it. No man can change it in Jesus' name. Aren't you glad about that? When we use that word, it's the same as if Jesus himself were standing here speaking it. You hear what I said? There is healing power in the Word. There is delivering power in the Word. Psalms 107, 20, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. When the devil attacked Jesus in the wilderness, he overcame Him with the Word of God. The power that defeated the devil was the Word of God in Jesus' mouth. It is written that's what he told satan in matthew 4 chapter 4 verse 3 through 10 and when the tempter came to him he said if thou be the son of god command these stones to be made bread but he answered and said it is written when satan comes to you this morning or this night or whenever he comes to you all you got to do is look at him say oh big boy it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god amen then the devil taketh him up into a holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and he said unto him if thou be the son of god cast thyself down for it is written he shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in their hands they shall bear thee up now notice what the devil said the devil said for it is written But notice what Jesus said. Lest anything thou dash thy foot against the stone. Look what Jesus said. But Jesus said unto him, it is written again. (laughs) It is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Hmm. You see, let me finish this. And the devil taketh him up into exceedingly high mountain, showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and said unto them, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. I'm gonna stop there just for a second. I want to say something. What the devil is taking Jesus and showing Jesus? Everything he's showing the Lord is already his. <laughs> he's trying to give him something that's already his. And Jesus smart enough to know mm, all right, it's already right. it's mine. It's already. Right. You can't give me what's what's already mine. But then look what he said in verse ten. Then, then said Jesus unto him, "Get thee hence, Satan, for it." Is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shalt thou serve. What did Jesus say? Get thee hence, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. In other words, get away from me and leave me alone. Can I tell you something? You got the same power that Jesus had on that particular day because you're speaking the same word, and all you got to do is say, devil, it is written. I worship God, and God only do I worship, and God only do I serve, and all that is, all that is what it is, and I'm not going no further. Sure, God's blessed me with this or that or the other. He's blessed people with fine houses. He's blessed people with fine boats, He's blessed people with fine cars. He even blessed me with a limousine. So I got a limousine sitting out there in the churchyard. But I'm going to tell you this this morning. That don't mean nothing to me. None of that stuff means nothing to me because it's all about God. Everything I have is God. I don't worship that. And I don't let that take the place of my worship. If I had a boat, it wouldn't take the place of my worship. If I had a nice house, it wouldn't take the place of my worship. I come when God says go and do what God would have me to do in Jesus' name because I'm part of the army of the Lord. But see, nowadays they're taking Sundays and all our kids is on the ball field playing ball because now they've took our Sundays away and we have to be with our kids playing ball. You see, Satan has got a good way of working things out here. But somewhere or another, we're gonna have to get the word of God into our kids. Because if we don't, we're gonna lose them. You say, Pastor, what do you mean? I say what you do. Look around your church. See how many kids were here that are gone now. That's not come back. Let me tell you something. You're gonna to have to get the power of God into them. We have the weapon and the power of praise. Somebody just praise the Lord right here. Praise is such a powerful weapon that even a prison, even, even a prison couldn't hold uh, the ones who dared to praise God uh, in the midnight hour. Paul and Silas, uh, they praised and glorified God. There's power in praise. Praise will knock down walls. Uh, praise will open prison doors. Uh, praise will set captives free. Uh, and praise will bring divine assistance to your battle. Praise will confuse your enemies. You don't think so? Try it. Praise will confuse your enemies. They own your case. They're trying to destroy you. And all of a sudden, you're praising and glorifying God. The joy of the Lord flows through you. You're smiling. You're loving them and they're being your enemies. and They're confused. What in the world can I do now? I was on a job one day. One morning about 5.30. This guy comes in. I was a supervisor. This guy comes in. And he's all uptight about something. And he starts raising Cain with me. Starts fussing with me. He starts cussing at me. Starts talking all this junk to me, trying his best. I mean, he pressed he pressed every button I had that morning. He pressed them all. And somebody went to the branch manager. The truck driver that came in and brought the truck went to the branch manager. Said, "You might better go out there, because uh, Jerry and that guy's really getting heated up out there." The branch manager said, "I don't need to go out there." I said, "Jerry, Jerry can take care of it. He'll, take, he'll deal with it. He'll take care of it like it needs to be took care of." And I did. I didn't raise my voice at. Him. I got him confused. After he done done what he done, said what he said, I looked at him, so I'm going to tell you this. He wanted my job. He wanted to be supervisor. I said, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this, my friend. The only way you're going to get this job is for me to quit and leave. That's when you can get this job. But until then, I'm your supervisor. And let me tell you this. I don't never, that's what I told him. I said, I don't never, ever want to hear you cuss and look at me and cuss me And cuss in front of me again. I don't never want to hear that again. And I said it that strong. That's just like that. I said, You understand that. I don't never hear you cuss. And he cussed like a sailor. I said, Never do you ever cuss in my presence again. And we separated. And you know what happened after that? Something took place in that young man after that. He started coming to church where I was pastoring. He came to church, he got saved. He told the church, he's told a lot of people, he said, I pressed every button your pastor had. I tried my best to get him. I tried my best to back him in the corner. I tried my best to get him to to come back at me in a way that he shouldn't come back to me. He said, I pressed every button he had, but he kept his cool. He came to church, he got saved, ended up being the head usher, serving the Lord, doing great things for the Lord. Why? Because I stood and I praised God in his presence. I let him know that, hey, I served the Lord, my friend. And he knew that. I served the Lord, my friend, and God's the one that's going to look after me. So he came to church, got saved, ended up being the head usher, doing a lot of things for the church. God blessed him. Hmm. We have the power of prayer and fasting. These are two powerful tools that we often neglect. The Bible tells us the power in a fast in Isaiah 58 and 6. It's not, this the it's not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. Folks, in this time right now where we are, we need some intercessory prayer going on. We need God. We need God terribly. We need to really seek the face of God. We need to let God have his way in our life. And right now will be a good time for us to push away from the table. Right now will be a good time to pray. Right now will be a good time to fast. So you say, Pastor, I can't fast. I'm on this medication. I'm on that medication. This is going on. That's going on. Huh? Let me tell you something, folks. I ain't saying you to fast for a week or fast for two or three days. Huh? You can fast a meal. And I had somebody tell me, I said, well, I fast breakfast every morning. I don't ever eat breakfast anyway. That's not a fast. I very seldom ever eat breakfast. I don't call it a fast. I call it not eating. You know, prayer is powerful, but fasting multiplies and magnifies the power and the elect of prayer. You are called, you're chosen, you are anointed, and you are armed and dangerous, and you have the advantage. I'm talking about the army of the Lord, because the Bible says, 1 John 4, and 4, greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world or in the world. Amen? We have the power of God in us. The devil underestimated you. The devil underestimated us. We are not some weak-kneed, limp-wristed, uh, defeated, discouraged, beat down, head hanging uh, in the dirt de- uh, bunch of believers uh, just trying to hold the fort till Jesus comes Uh, we are literally uh, the army of God Uh, we are armed and dangerous uh, and we are possessing the land uh, for the glory of God God's given us the promised land my friend and we're going to go get it and take it Luke 10 19 behold I give unto you power to tread on serpents and and scorpions over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you nothing well why is my body in such bad shape I said nothing won't hurt you I didn't say your body well, ain't my body me? No, that's not your body. That's the shell that you're in. When you were born, guess what? You started dying when you were born. Amen? By nothing shall by any means hurt you. In other words, the me, the spiritual me, the, the kingdom of God that's in me, nothing, the devil can't touch that unless I step out of it and let him do what he wants to do. Amen? The devil can't do nothing unless you let him do it. That's my firm belief this morning. Everybody don't believe that, but I believe that. Matthew 16 and 18, and I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Then, Luke 9 1 Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. He didn't say some devils, he said all devils. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure all diseases or cure diseases. Then verse 2 says, and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. You see, that's what God has sent us to do today. That's what God is sending preachers to do today, to preach the kingdom of God and him crucified. I don't need to be preaching my ideas and my opinions. I don't need to be throwing my my, my strong traditions on you and what I believe in this one thing. I I need to bring to you the word of God. That's what I need to bring to you. But you see, some people still hung up on long hair and short hair and dresses and all this kind of good stuff. I don't care how long your hair is, I don't care how short it is. It ain't got nothing to do with your salvation. Look out, preacher. Well, if it does, the women today the day are in trouble. You don't see long hair no more. Somebody said long hair is a glory. God's my glory. Long hair is a covering. That's what they talk about, covering the head. Let me tell you something this morning. If you're covered by the blood of Jesus that's all the covering you need that's my belief I need to get away from that little on because I feel something strong pulling right there amen and the dresses and all this kind of stuff you got, people got more sense to walk up in here with all these short dresses on all these short shorts on all this kind of mess if some people knew what they looked like in shorts they wouldn't wear them no more I didn't get a laugh in the crowd in here and these tight skinny whatever you call them things these women are wearing, mm, help me, Jesus. You see, but I can't preach. I don't preach against that. I just mentioned that. But do it if you want to. I don't care. It's up to you. You wear what you want to do. As I heard, if I heard one of our bishops say one time, I don't care what you wear in the church, there's word enough of it. That's what he said. Hey, so wear enough of it when you come to church. So Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church upon the revelation then he gave power to, to the disciples, and he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. That's what we're doing this day and hour. All three of these scriptures describe an army on the move, advancing, marching in power, in power and authority, treading down every enemy, every devil, every sickness, every disease, breaking through every obstacle and every hindrance. Then preacher, why in the world can't we just go out and cast out this virus that's going on and just get, do away with it? Enough faith can move it in Jesus' name. But it's going to take the spirit and the power of God, of God's people coming together in one mind and one accord, believing and trusting in God what needs to be done in this world today. That's what we've got to do. We can't be scattered like we are right now. Frank Graham, I've watched him on TV and hey, he's putting hospitals up in different places. Thank God he can do that. I wish we could do something like that. We were what now? We're not capable of doing it. But one day I see us doing some things like that. But but he's he's putting up hospitals. I mean, to, to, to art, to, to everything they need outside building hospitals and everything for that. Great, and he's doing a great job. And I've seen him on TV, and you very seldom see this. It's advertised on TV? He's on TV, and he's talking about the Lord, and he's talking, telling people that we need to be saved. And I said, my God, my wife says you don't usually see that on TV when somebody's talking about that and trying to get people saved on television, on, on, on commercial that thing. I said, I know. You see, God's got a way of reaching out to people and that's what it's going to do. Thank God for Franklin Graham. Thank God for Billy Graham. Thank God for all them folks that, that really got their hearts set on helping and helping others. You see, that's what, what ministry is all about It's reaching out to people at their point of need. Pine level, we're going to reach out to people at their point of need but when God's people come together and the great army goes marching up, nothing, even the devil himself, can't stop what well, God's wanting to get done in Jesus' name. You see, that's the church as God sees it. I feel some bones coming together. I feel some muscles and tendons and sinews and skin coming on into some bones, and I feel the wind of the Holy Ghost. I feel the breath of God breathing a new life into some bones today. I feel the fire getting into some bones. I feel the mighty army rising up in the spirit. I feel the fight coming back to someone. I feel somebody is jumping back into the battle today. I watched a man yesterday, seventy-four year old doctor. They brought him on TV. And, and the anchor girl that was questioning, it was her daddy she said, Daddy, it's good to see you. He's in Texas and she's in New York or wherever she was at. She said, Daddy, it's good to see you. And she began to question him on this, on this one thing or another. and another. And she asked him, she said, Daddy, I know huh, there's no way I can keep you or stop you from doing what you're doing. Huh, but, but people want to know. You're 74 years old. Huh. You, 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 you could just pass the baton and go on and let somebody else do it huh, and go on about your life. Huh. He said, well, honey, let me tell you this. This is what's going on. I feel like huh, I can't quit now. I can't quit in the midst in, in, in the midst of this battle. I can't quit in the middle of it. There's a whole lot to." Need needs to be done and I have I've got a whole lot of knowledge I know what to do and how to do it and I can't just quit and walk away from it I got to keep on so he presses himself to keep on going why because he's committed to what he's doing 74 years old and he's a prime candidate she said daddy you got this you got the things you got the, all these things in your body he go prime candidate he said yeah but I can't lay it down I can't quit I got to press on church when you're committed to God when you are the army of the Lord you can't quit you can't lay it down you got to march on and go ahead and and not be afraid because God is going to protect you all the way through everything you got to go through in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That's a truth. I don't care what nobody says. Somebody I'm talking to right now, you've had the breath knocked out of you. You've looked at, you've had a, you took a hard hit. The devil hit you physically, emotionally, financially. He, he hit your family. He hit you where it hurt and knocked you down. I got a call this week, been praying for Sister Jennifer Vanderham's husband, Adam, his brother in Holland, had the corona, corona cor, cor, however you say it, corona disease, virus I mean, and they sent me a text a day or so ago that he passed away in Holland because of the virus. You see, this thing is is is, is, is desperate, this thing is hitting families hard but in the midst of all that I can tell you this God is still your protector you see he knocked you down but you got up you're standing on your feet again you got your breath back you've got your fire back you've got your faith back and now you are armed and dangerous ready to take on anything the devil throws your way so get ready devil (laughs) Listen to me divine level. Listen to me, folks. Get ready, devil. Somebody say, get ready, devil. Because every lock you have for me, my Jesus has a key. There's nothing Jesus and I can't handle. I'm not down. I'm, not, I'm up. I'm not out. I'm in. I'm not lost. I'm found. I'm not blind. I see no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. So, devil, you are defeated. You are defeated, foe. So, get out of the way. I'm going on for the Lord Jesus Christ. As I'm finishing up, I can tell you this, no virus, no virus, no disease, no weapon, as the praise team's coming, no weapon will stop me. Listen to me. No virus, no disease, no weapon will stop me, for I'm in the army of the Lord, and there is no stopping me in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen devil, listen to me. No virus, no disease, no weapon will stop me. I have people all the time tell me, "says you better be careful. I say, I'm trying my best to be careful. They said, yeah, but my daughter's on my case sometimes. Daddy, you don't need to be out. You need to stay in. I said, I know, but honey, I got a covering. She looked at me and said, you just hard-headed. That's your problem. No, no, no. I got a covering. I got Jesus Christ, and I'm going to glory one day, and I'm going to serve him all the days of my life, and no devil's going to cause me to be afraid and not do what God wants me to do in Jesus' name. So devil, ain't nothing going to stop us because I'm in the army of the Lord. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Joy just brought me some prayer requests. But I want you to, to listen to me this morning, and we're going to pray for these. But I want you to listen to me this morning. You that are watching right now, you don't know Jesus, right now is your time. Father, I'm lost. I'm done. I'm undone. I don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised, that God raised you from the dead, you shall be saved. You see, Jesus came. He went to the cross. He died. They put him in the ground. He was buried for three days on Easter Sunday. He's coming up next week. Next week, we'll be preaching about Easter. If nothing don't happen. So next week, he's coming up. He's coming out of the grave. Huh? Amen? So I believe that God raised him from the dead. And I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I'm saved right now. If you pray that prayer and you believe that prayer, you're saved in Jesus' name. Please contact us and let us know. Because we want you to be a part of the army of God. We want you huh, to be with the team and let God do what he has to do. Whether you're part of this church or another church. wherever. You're you are, you do what God wants you to do and you'll be a blessing and God's gonna bless you all the days of your life in Jesus' name, amen. Gloria Holmes, father law having a heart, uh, having part of his lung removed because of cancer. That's Bobby Holmes' daddy. We prayed for him earlier. We'll pray again. Lisa Davis pray for Janet Glover, her heart to rep- prepare, repair the function of the heart and dis- dissolve blood clots. Michael Hernandez pray for daughter and husband of loss of their twins that's sister Michelle's daughter Stephen Sutton pray for Janice Fitzgerald Fitzgerald and family has coronavirus Dennis Dennis K-A-M-A-L-O-N-D-O Kamaladu Kamaladu another, whatever I'm sorry watch from Zambia pray for us so we got folks in Africa that need prayer this morning and we pray for them let's pray right now for all these needs Father I pray for Gloria Holmes father-in-law Bobby Holmes his daddy again I, I lift up Janet Glover this morning Father Lisa's request Father I pray Lord for Michelle Hernandez's daughter, Megan, I think her name is. Father, this week, they just went through a great tragedy. Lord, they need you today. Father, she gave birth to twins, and neither one of them uh, lived. In other words, Lord, it was premature birth. And God, I just pray that you will bless her and her family, her daddy, her I mean her husband. Bless them abundantly this morning, Lord. And Father, the, the grandparents and all these people in this family. But Father, especially... For this mother and this daddy, I lift them up to you today. Father, it's not all over. There could be another time. Could be another chance. I don't know, Lord. It's all in your hands. But, Father, bless this family and strengthen them, I pray, God, and meet their needs today. Father, they're going to feel great loss. And I just pray, God, abundantly you bless them. Father, Steve Sutton's family, Janice Fitzgerald. Father, we lift them up in prayer. God, they have the coronavirus. Father, I pray, God, Lord, it's just going to stop. It's going to cease today. And, God, they're going to start getting better right now in Jesus' name. Father, with a woman with issue of blood, she reached out and touched the hem of the garment. The Bible says in the self-same hour she was healed. So, Father, I'm praying, Lord, in the self-same hour right now that these people with coronavirus, God, is going to be healed and set free of this stuff, Lord, in Jesus' name. And then our friend from Zambia, Africa. Father Dennis, I pray for them this morning, God. Father, they watched us, I believe, last week. They're watching us this week. They're tuning in. And Father, we are way across the world. Father, we lift up prayers for them this morning where they are. Father, you see, that's the greatest thing about prayer. Prayer can start right here in Pine Level and go all the way around the world. So, Father, this morning, our friends in Africa, Lord, that you would just reach to them and touch them and bless them, Lord, and meet them at their need right now, whatever their need may be. Father, thank you, Lord, for allowing them to visit us on our website and on our internet. And Father, on the app thing, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for them being with us and helping us, Lord, as we spread the gospel. Master, I pray, Lord, that something's been said today. Something's been sung, a song, or something's been said. Some prayer or something that's been touched hearts today. Father, I pray for the convicting power of God, the convicting spirit of God to touch lives everywhere. And Father, Lord, they'll reach out to Jesus. Father, because this is the day of salvation. This is the time right now, God, for them to reach up to, to, to Jesus. Because Jesus is reaching to them. So, Father, again, bless these prayer requests that's been turned into me today. And you know I'll stand carefully, give you the praise, the glory, and honor for everything that's done. For us in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise team is going to come and they're going to sing one more song. Let's worship the Lord. Because this is the days of Elijah. different things. We just thank God for all of you that's, uh, that's tuned in today. And we just pray blessings upon you uh, today. Let me make mention that Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, Bible study. Brother Mac Perry will be doing Bible study here Wednesday night, so you can tune in for that at 7 o'clock. And just give me a note here says everybody needs to read Luke chapter 1. So we're going to be doing Luke chapter 1 Wednesday night, so everybody read that and uh, look forward to tuning in. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock uh, to be with Brother Mack in Bible study and uh, I'm sure the Lord's going to bless you on that. me uh, also make mention of um, Brother uh, uh, Ivan Parker has touched bases with me. Uh, we talked this week and we've, we've moved the singing now. The concert now has moved to July the 18th. July the 18th and we'll see what's going to happen then. And uh, so be much in prayer for that. It was scheduled for this month but things are going on like they are. We can't have it. So hopefully everything's going to settle down, and by July, July 18th, uh, we can uh, have concert with uh, Ivan Parker and just enjoy the blessings of the Lord. He's doing well. His wife is doing well. You know, she had a heart attack. I talked to him about that. She's doing well, so keep praying for them. Uh, he, they're blessed, he said, and uh, he's having to take time off. He said, and we'll be the first, con- first concert after at July 18th, be his first concert if we're allowed to do it. So be much in prayer for them and pray for the Pine Level Church. And we didn't think anything at all that we can do to be a blessing to you. Reach out to us and let us know, either by prayer, whatever we can do, we'll do what we can. And we just pray God bless you and thank you for all. Appreciate the band. Everybody get a little band a hand. All you folks at home, give the band a hand. Give this praise team a hand. They're doing great, doing good. Uh, they, they're they just getting started. And uh, to me, they're sounding real good. So I can't hardly wait till we get everybody here and have the choir by, behind them. And we're going to see what's going to happen then. Maybe this place will just get the rocking for the glory of God. Wouldn't that be something? Somebody shout, Praise the Lord. Amen. But we're glad you're here. We're glad you tuned in. If nothing don't happen, we'll see you next Sunday. But tune in for the Wednesday night Bible study, and I'm sure God's going to bless you. Thank you, and God bless.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this Sunday morning worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecostal News Church. Don't forget to tune in again Wednesday night 7 for the Bible study with. Reverend Mag Perry. Don't forget you can watch our services on demand through the website at pinelevelphc.org and through our app. Download our app on the Google Play or the App Store, and you can watch our services live or on demand there as well. Facebook at facebook.com forward slash PHC. If you like our Facebook page, you'll get notifications when we go live, as well as YouTube. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Pine Level Church, and you can watch our services live or on demand there. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here Wednesday night at 7 for our Bible study with Reverend Mag Perry and a special service coming up next Sunday morning for Easter, right here online at the Pine Level Pentecost Women's Church. God bless.